0: welcome back everybody to Owen two heroes um i know it's been a long time since the last episode i i think the last episode was in march of 2022 so excuse us as we go on a year-long hiatus uh but we are happy to be back and we have a very exciting game to talk about uh all the previous episodes they've kind of just been like randomly obscure games from people's childhoods but this i i'd go on record saying this is the first good game that we've covered on this show and uh I'm very excited to talk about it, and I have a wonderful guest who suggested this uh, game. I'm going to let them introduce themselves, but please
1: welcome to the show. Hi, I am John Haig. I am the creator and host of the Video Game Lounge podcast. Mikey Tabletop, thank you so much for having me, man.
0: Thank you so much for for coming on. I remember, uh, I forget what Discord it was in, but I was like, hey, I'm looking to start up the video game, the fighting game podcast again. I understand it's more accessible than having people come on and try energy drinks. So open invite, who (laughs) wants to jump on and talk fighting games? And instantly you were in my DMs like, yo, let's do a Tekken game. I'm like, great, let's do it.
1: Yeah, man. And not just any Tekken game, one of my favorite Tekken games, Tekken 3, my man.
0: Yeah, Tekken 3. So I remember when we were talking, you said I'm down for either Tekken 2 or Tekken 3. And and I think we decided on on Tekken 3. So uh, tell us a little bit about out of all of the fighting games in the universe, why you picked Tekken 3 for this?
1: And so Tekken 3 is just kind of a near and dear game to my heart from when I was actually still playing fighting games back in the day. Uh, so I'm talking like early 2000s and playing with my buddies. Like, I, re- I can vividly remember being in high school and then eventually college playing on PS2 with the multi-tap. You remember that? Mm-hmm. We can do like the local four-player. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> like uh, co-op or or competitive. And uh, man, like th- this game and then... I think it came out after this, but Tekken Tag Tournament was the game Mm -hmm. that just, like, ruled my dorms when I was in college. (laughs) Like, we just played the hell out of both these games. So, yeah, it's been 20 years since I've played either one, but uh, (laughs) they're they're just, uh, I I don't know. I always uh, gravitated towards Tekken as a fighting game. Like, I -hmm. I grew up with Mortal Kombat uh, on Sega, and then uh, I wasn't nearly as good with Street Fighter, but for some reason... Tekken just grabbed me, man, and I, I've always just been a fan. Um, and eventually, like Soul Calibur, a little bit down mm-hmm. the line, when they added Yoshimitsu, because Yoshimitsu is my dude. Uh, <laughs> maybe a spoiler for later, we'll see. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, I've just always loved Tekken. Tekken just always been my go-to like side-scrolling fighting game. Nice. That that's so exciting.
0: I. I never played, I never had Tekken as as a kid. Tekken was my best friend. It was one of his favorite games. So whenever I went to his house, I would play it with him, but I never owned it. I never like practiced it as a kid. I sure. much preferred um, like the Street Fighter style games where you don't have yeah. that third dimension. I liked, um, uh, I was a big fan of Marvel versus Capcom. That was like my go-to fighting game as a kid. Yep. Um, I could just, I could never get my brain to work in 3D. I, that, that extra step always threw me for a loop. And um, I was thinking, as an adult, if I come into it now, maybe I'll have a better grasp. Maybe I'll understand it because I'm not a kid anymore. Nope i i keep I keep fighting, and I always forget that I can move up or I can move down and go in another <laughs> direction. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, like, it I, I have not I have not grown up with it. Um, but so you so you talked a little bit about how you, that was one of the first fighting games, and you played that in college and stuff. Besides Tekken and like fighting games. Like, how how did you get into video games? What was the first game you were like, oh shit, this is
1: cool and it has me hooked. Oh man, so all right, I'm I'm 36, so I've been gaming for over 30 years. I started when I was five, and like with the Sega Genesis, and it's crazy to me that there is a generation of kids that don't even know what the Sega Genesis <laughs> is. <laughs> but I, I can remember playing like Madden 91, Madden 92, Shinobi. Uh, two and three, um, just some uh, Streets of Rage, like other just really great Sega games. Um, it wasn't really until about 1998 when this little known game called Metal Gear Solid came out Mm -hmm. (laughs) that like I that was like the first video game that I played where I just I sat with my mouth agape for the entire experience. It was so so well done, um and it, it got me even it, it got me to be an even bigger fan of video games after playing that game so from there just branched off into playing a variety of things uh like rpgs so huge final fantasy um fan uh i i have now kind of shifted more into this single player kind of story-driven narrative games Mm -hmm. you know kind of like the sony specialties so things like god of war or the last of us horizon games that type of stuff is kind of where i'm i'm more into now
0: uh i as soon as you said metal gear i thought to myself man that's so silly i could have answered this question for him because um I, i i started going back and i was trying to Trying to catch up on some of the earlier episodes of your show because I know recently yeah. you've been doing a lot of Last of Us like TV show reviews. Yeah. But, but I went back and I listened to your Mountain Rushmore Gaming episode. Yes. And you said metal game. I'm like, oh, I, I could have answered that for him. I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I appreciate you listening, man. Yeah, that yeah. was a very fun episode. Uh yeah, please go back and listen to that. I don't remember the episode number, but uh my one of my co-hosts, Andrew and I, we uh we just kind of went through our Mount Rushmore of games and talked about the game. And I, I did my list based on the games that were most impactful for me. Mm-hmm. So like what games would I put up on a Mount Rushmore and say these were the games that molded me and shaped me as a as a video game player and so someone who enjoys video games. So that was the whole idea of it. I I was listening to that episode at at work and it was really funny
0: because your co-host Andrew, is, is he is he close to your age?
1: Yeah, yeah. He's actually three months older than me.
0: Okay. Uh so so you're 39. I'm I'm 28. So so you grew up with like the generation of video games before I did. And it's funny because Andrew's Mount Rushmore is my exact Mount Rushmore. But the generation previously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. like he had the first Legend of Zelda and I had yep. Ocarina of Time. He had oh, man, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head, he had another game, and I'm like, oh, it's that game, but for like the GameCube instead instead of for the 64 or whatever. It was- exactly.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's very funny. Our his and I, Mountain Rushmores, lined up almost like one-to-one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's awesome. I'll have to let him know that. I'll have to let him
0: know. <laughs> Yeah, it was so funny, but um, so I'm very excited to to play Tekken Three because, li- like I said earlier, like whenever I reach out to people, they're like, "Yeah, I played this game as a kid. It's so much fun. I want to revisit it." And it's always these obscure games that I've never heard of before. And <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: and uh, funny enough, so far all of the games that we've done on the show have exclusively been for the PS One. It's not like we're a PS One podcast. It just so happens sure, everyone yeah. grew up with the PS One. Yeah. Um, And one of the games was Bushido Blade, which is fun, but just like I've never heard of it before. One of them was Air Guys, which was fun, never heard of it before. One of them was Geo (laughs) One of them was Geo Matrix Heavy Metal. Never heard of it before, but it was fun. So uh
1: so when you said Tekken I'm like oh I know that that's that's like a real game (laughs) yeah man I know I any of those obscure titles you just mentioned I know nothing of man I kind of just stick to the mainstream shit and that's that's (laughs)
0: like
1: that's my thing
0: (laughs) yeah so so when you pitch Tekken I'm like yes a game I know a game I've played a game maybe someone might be interested in listening to just because like Unless you're, like, into video games and you want to hear about any of them. If I said, hey, I have a podcast on a GeoMatrix Heavy Metal, do you want to listen to it? You'd be like,
1: I, I don't know what that is. Tekken, no. Everybody knows Tekken, though. <laughs> everybody should know Tekken. It's, I mean, it's 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 crazy. Like, I live about 20 minutes from a Dave & Buster's. They mm-hmm. still have a Tekken, um, like, machine to play really like with with the old school joysticks and the like abc buttons i'm like man i go to it's it's tekken one or two i don't remember Mm -hmm. but it's it still is fun to play for me so uh so so for the last couple weeks i've been practicing
0: tekken 3 and in philly at the end of the month there's a free video video game convention happening at the pier and they're hosting a tekken 7 tournament yeah i bought tekken 7 when it was on sale haven't opened it, haven't even played it once. (laughs) So I was hoping if I started with Tekken 3, as soon as we're finished with the podcast, I'm just going to move on to Tekken 7, hope some (laughs) of the stuff carries over. That way, when I go into the tournament, I at least have some idea of what's happening. Yeah. I got a warm-up from 20 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and just like, I... I'm trying to think of the last time I played a Tekken game, and it was probably when the PS2 was still, like, the new console. I don't think I've played any one since.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I mentioned Dave & Busters, but I've gone, like, twice maybe in the last, like, three or four years. Um, So I can't actually speak to if that Tekken game's still there, but to actually play a (laughs) console version, like, controller in hand, has been since college, which is almost 20 years ago for me. (laughs) So it's been a minute. Have
0: you... um... Besides for this podcast, have you gone back to revisit any of the Tekken games, like, anytime? No. Not not even
1: recently, just, like, yeah. 10 years ago, let's say. No. Again, like, the last time I, I visited the universe of Tekken would have been 20 years ago. Um, at least, 18 maybe, but still. Like, it's been some time. Yeah, I kind of fell off after... College like because it became such a communal thing. Mm -hmm. And when I didn't have like anyone in my neighborhood or anyone near me that would play and online was still kind of like wishy-washy at this Mm -hmm. point, you know, I kind of like lost interest in it. And then I just I started finding other games play that I found more enjoyable. So
0: when you um when you booted this game up and you started playing it, did you feel some of the memories come back to you? Do you remember like, oh, I remember how to do this combo or, oh, I know what to do with presumably
1: Yoshimitsu. Did it, did it start yeah. like clicking in your head again? A, a little bit, but I was, I was taken back just from the PlayStation logo and mm-hmm. the... Mm-hmm the sound like, oh coming gosh. in yeah i was like man i feel old like this is my childhood here and and adolescence <laughs> um yeah once once i so uh, i'll i'll admit here so what i did was just in i went into training mode and then i just put the the cpu character <laughs> as a training dummy and then i was like all right let me just see if i can get a combo like not just like <laughs> a punch or a kick, but like, Mm -hmm. let me see if I can remember something. And I remembered like two moves, but I ended up having to keep pausing and go, oh, this is how I do that. This is how I do that. And it's like, I think I'm hitting these buttons correctly and nothing's happening. Well, we'll see how this shit show goes. (laughs) (laughs) I, when I used to play
0: with my friend, I didn't have one character that that I felt drawn to. So I would just like bounce between all of them. So I was going to try and do that for this. And every time I played a new character, I would have to. Pause and look up the menu, and I yeah. got to the point where like I'm not remembering any of these combos for all of these characters. I'm just gonna have to like pick one and <laughs> yeah. see what happens.
1: Yeah, I think Tekken, um, well, maybe most fighting games are probably like this because I, I feel like Mortal Kombat and and mm-hmm. Street Fighter kind of do this too. But like I I end up having to just stick with like one or two characters. I learned their I, I used this is again 18 20 years ago, but I used to memorize like two or three characters. Mm-hmm. As, as complete of a move a move set as possible, because if I started doing more than that, everything would just like blend together, and it's like, but I'm hitting the combo. Oh well, that's for Jin and not Heihachi or yeah. you know. And it's, man, I just I stick with one or two characters, maybe three if if the move set is is easy enough to to memorize or or mm-hmm. something like that. But yeah, I I I had I had a little trouble, <laughs> but. <laughs> I'm still looking forward to it because, like, the graphics still look really badass yeah. for for a game that's I don't know 22 years old or something. Like, it still plays well uh, as I'm playing it on my computer, and it, I was like, you know, the whole 3D aspect of it, I think, still still mm-hmm. looks really cool.
0: Yeah. So i I have two I have two points that that came to me while while you were saying that. While some other fighting games have a combo system, like Street Fighter, you have to do like the stick yeah. movements and press a button. Tekken is like widely known to be the most complex of fighting games because every iteration they do, they add more and more combos where I think Tekken 7, I read online, some characters have like, if you pull up their move list, a hundred plus moves that you have to like learn just because Tekken, unlike other fighting games that have like a punch, like a light, medium and heavy punch and kick, Tekken's cool because it's left hand right hand left foot right foot and that that's how the moves come out which i think is like a really unique way to do a fighting game
1: and each punch and kick do way more damage like Mm -hmm. if if you can't land the combo in tekken if you still get one or two hits in it's like oh hey that guy just got down 28 percent of his health (laughs) that's cool where, like, you need the combos in some of those other games. <laughs> or you need, you need that guy who's playing Scorpion to just throw the frickin' spear and, you know, the... <laughs> Get over here! <laughs> um, you know, so I, I think Tekken kind of made up for it with the how much damage you can do. And so if mm-hmm. you don't land the combos, you still feel like you're accomplishing something.
0: Yeah, it feels like every hit that you land is satisfying. Like, like even if... Yeah they block it or even if you like miss it just when, when it connects you're like oh like like you feel it because because it's like i don't know if it's the sound effects if it's the little all of the electricity that comes out when you punch it but when you land a hit it's like oh man that felt good hitting that yeah We're, it felt real good yeah yeah and then you you mentioned a little bit earlier about how good it still looks um this was originally released as an arcade game and then ported to the ps1 yeah. And there was some conversation internally at the time if they could even port it to the PS1 because I believe, if I remember the name correctly, like whatever the Namco arcade board was, they went from the Namco arcade board 11 to 12 and like upped the graphics. And they were right. looking at the Sony like dev kit and they're like, I don't know if the PS1 can do this.
1: <laughs> right. And handle it.
0: Yeah. So, this is actually a downgraded graphic like version of the arcade one. Um all of the backgrounds you see are they're flat two d images, whereas in the arcade one, they're also three d polygons, but they had to like downgrade everything to let it fit and like run on the PlayStation. But yeah. I think even with the quote unquote downgrades, I don't want to say it looks bad. It still looks phenomenal. It's just that the yeah. arcade version was even more phenomenal, you know,
1: yeah, exactly um. I didn't know that it was a downgraded version honestly Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's a great bit of um a great bit of info i mean i was i'm just looking it up right now it was ported to the playstation in 1998 so that's (laughs) that's a long time ago man and it still looks pretty good i'm i'm quite impressed with it honestly
0: yeah some sometimes when you go play a ps1 game just like I'm going to throw Final Fantasy VII under the bus. When they walk out and they're just like, their body's just a diamond and their arms are just like yeah. bulbs, they look kind yeah. of funny. And to compare that to this, also on the PS1, you're like, wow, this looks amazing.
1: Yeah, there's actual like definition in the yeah. legs and the arms and even the faces a little bit too. So yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like looking at these, these characters look like actual people and not like Walmart off-brand Lego figures, you know, just... <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, they don't look like, a, what do they call the fatheads, like the sports player? Yeah, like yeah, uh, yeah. Cut out.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I have a couple notes, but I was going to talk to that after we fought. Is there anything you want to talk about before we get into the fight?
1: Oh, man, I'm just excited to be here. Thanks again for having <laughs> me on. And I'm, I'm ready to, to get my ass kicked. So <laughs> Ooh,
0: you say that. And you might think I'm good at fighting games because I host a fighting game podcast, but so far I've lost <laughs> every game I've played for this podcast. I have yet to win one.
1: <laughs> right on, man. Well, I think we're going to be about as, as probably evenly matched as possible. See it is. I haven't actually played this game in 20 years and it's been a while for you. So.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, I'm, I'm very excited to get into this match. Uh, Listeners, obviously, it's not very fun to listen to two people play video games. So if you want to watch the match, the link for the YouTube will be included in the show notes. Um, But stay tuned. Uh, We'll be right back after a quick ad break from one of our sponsors. If you're like me, that means you're getting older. Every time you step out of the shower, you look at yourself and go, hmm. Can't believe I'm losing that much hair. I don't know about you, but I am sick and tired of it. I'm also sick and tired of all of these podcasts getting sponsors from manscaping.com. Look, I'm losing enough hair as is. I'm not going to shave off what little I have left. So today, I am proud to announce that this week's sponsor is the official bush grower. That's right, it is the anti manscaping formula you need for hair growth in your more gentle areas. Now, I have a disclaimer here. I've been specifically told it does not work on the rest of your body, on your arms, your legs, your hair, like on the top of your head, or your facial hair. Uh, The special formula is specifically designed for your gentle bits. Um, If you go to their page, you can find a whole bunch of frequently asked questions and they will address all of them. One of my favorite frequently asked questions is Will this help regrow some of the hair on my backside? Yes! This special formula will only work on the front and back of your more delicate areas. So if you're tired of constantly being bombarded about manscaping and trying to make sure everything looks nice, if you're sick and tired of being told, hey, it looks like Professor X down there, then this is the product for you. Let me tell you, I use this product not every day, but almost an every other day basis. And it's like a jungle down there. I swear to God, lost a goldfish in it one time. And then when I showered the next day, it came out. I was like, oh, great. I was hungry. This works out. It opens up a world of possibilities and I can't recommend it enough. Again, that is the official bush grower. If you go onto their website right now, www.growyourbushtothemax.net and use promo code O2Heroes, oh, you'll save 31% at checkout. That's right. Use promo code O2Heroes on bushgrower.net and you'll save 31% at checkout. Don't fall into the peer pressure of other podcasts. Don't listen to all of those lying manscaping ads. What you want is a full bush. And thank you for sticking around from that ad break. I hope you go support whatever anti-manscaping product there is. It might not be for everyone, but I guarantee you it's for everyone. So, if you haven't gone back to watch the YouTube video, something amazing happened. Something did. (laughs) It ended in a tie. It went to game five, and then
1: we both KO'd each other at the same time. In all my years of playing tech, I say all my years, like I haven't played in so long, but I've never seen the double KO before, ever, especially no, I... in the last round. Like that was amazing.
0: <laughs> so this is the first time in podcast history that the game's going to end in a draw. It, it, it's going to, no one wins, no one loses. It's going to end in a tie. And we're, we're going to just have to, we're going to have to leave it there. So having now played it against someone for the first time in years, what did you think? Was it fun?
1: oh man it was absolutely a blast um i was trying to remember moves so that i could be on the left side of the screen it is so weird inverting (laughs) right um but man it was so much fun it it it, it takes me back to my high school and college days so again thank you for having me thank you for having me on here it was an absolute blast but man it, it was it was fun the 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 controls were just as fluid and and easy mm-hmm. um, as just trying to <laughs> figure out the combos again. <laughs> yeah.
0: When I was practicing, I was originally playing on the controller. But little behind the scenes thing here, we had to swap emulators at the last minute because one of them wasn't playing nicely. So I ended up playing the games we played on my keyboard, and I had I did I had no idea what I was doing on the keyboard. But I tried to map it to like similar buttons. So yeah. I didn't I didn't know the combos on this either. I know which one's a punch, which one's like a kick. But I, it was tough for me to like go through all the combos on the keyboard. But um, that, that was wild. I, I was never expecting a draw. I Did you do any research or look up any character stuff before this podcast?
1: No. Again, so when <laughs> like I, I, you were my IT support. Uh, this morning, helping me get the the emulator going. And so I was like, okay, the the two characters that I feel like most comfortable with in Tekken, one of them's not even in this game, he's in Tekken Tag, and that's Bayek. He's, like, Mm -hmm. story-wise, he's uh, Horong's like, uh, mentor or teacher. Oh, okay. So I was like, all right, well, I'm gonna go with Yoshimitsu and I'm gonna go with uh, Law. And those were, like, the two guys that I practiced Mm -hmm. with. I didn't know any of their movesets or could remember anything until I went in. Um, If you watch the YouTube clip, you'll see me do a stab move for a KO against Mikey. I don't know what the buttons were that I pressed. It took like
0: (laughs) 90% of my health.
1: It was like almost a one-shot kill. I don't know how that happened. Yeah. I know that there's also a version of his where he can run up to you and he turns around and he stabs himself. And oh. you, and it does like 80% damage to both. So that's another way of kind of KOing both people. Oh, that's very cool. But I've never in, in, in all of my fighting game history seen a double KO where both <laughs> players hit each other at the same time. And I'm still like, my mind is blown. That's so freaking cool. So while there wasn't a winner between the two of us, ladies and gentlemen, as the viewers, you guys get to be the winners because that's pretty <laughs> <Yeah>. damn cool. <laughs> so it, it was fun to play, but it seems like everyone won except, except us.
0: And like, yeah. and we talked about this off mic, but we had some tech issues setting up the emulators. I'm yep. pretty sure we spent more time trying to get the game running than we did actually playing it. <laughs> yes,
1: yes, maybe doubly so, actually. Yeah. But it's it's all good, man. It was it was a blast. This was this was fun. It it's it's your typical, maybe not typical, but like we we were talking in the in the opening portion that like why Tekken is so much different. Like it's. The The way that Tekken set up versus the other fighting games, this was still just fun to get back into and play for yeah. the first time in such a long time. And I don't know. I've always found Tekken to be easier. That's not always the case with, with, uh, with most people and fighting games. But, man, it, it's just fun. That's all I can say, man. It was fun.
0: It was a lot of fun. And I, I say this every episode, but it's so much more fun playing against someone like having you on the mic talking to you as compared to just beating up computers in the basement by myself this was yeah. like so much more <laughs> enjoyable than just practicing yeah
1: exactly man
0: so i um i i it's it's been years since i played Tekken, so i try to look up some youtube stuff to see if it would like come back to me to see if i remember anything and i didn't realize this but do you know what korean backdashing is no It's a thing that's in newer Tekken games, and I thought it was a newer thing. It started with this one. So, you know, if you double-press forward or double-press backwards, you kind of, like, move faster in that direction? Yeah, you
1: kind of run in that direction, Mm -hmm. yeah.
0: They figured out a way that a Korean backdash is to help you back up quicker. So, instead of having to go back, wait, back, wait, back, wait, Korean backdashing is kind of, like, a thing where you, instead of pressing back, you press, like, back and back down and it tricks the controller into thinking you did it's essentially just a way to make you move faster backwards and it's a thing that if you go to a tekken tournament everyone that's like a default movement option you have to know how to use that to like to do well it's it's like real big in the competitive scene i just i didn't i didn't know what started with this and i tried doing it i had no idea how
1: (laughs) i i know like especially with this being in a in a 3d World, right? Like, there's a way where you can just kind of keep circling the map of whatever you're on, and I was trying to do some of that yeah. too to kind of get away. Especially with like Yusei michu because he he yeah. has a move where he can sit down and kind of meditate and get some of his health back. So I was like, man, when you were working me there, I was like, oh man, I got to try and get away. <laughs> so I was trying to do like his spin move to get out of you know harm's mm-hmm. way, and I just I, I think it, it ended up like doing the opposite and just put me right in the put me right in a way to get a roundhouse kick to the face. So. <laughs>
0: Um, like I mentioned earlier, this was the first time I've we've played a game that's like classically considered good. So yeah. I, don't, I don't have like a place in the podcast where this normally goes because it's the first time it's come up. But I have some accolades here for the game that I wanted to go through. Oh yeah, let's do it. It, um, it won the best fighting game of the year from the Game Critics Awards, EGM and Game Informer. All three of them gave it fighting game of the year. Wow. It's the second highest rated PS one game on Metacritic. Can you guess what what it's behind? The one game on the PS one ahead of it.
1: PS one. Oh, I'm gonna say Gran Turismo. Hmm.
0: Close. Grant. It, Gran Turismo beat it on another ranking, but on Metacritic, it's only behind Tony Hawk Pro Skater two.
1: Oh wow! And I, dude, I love that game. Oh my god, do I adore Tony Hawk Pro Skater one and two. And then
0: Man. game rankings, which I, I believe is just like a like a fan community site, and people can vote on like how good a game is. They yeah. have it ranked as the twelfth best game of all time. It's it's the twelfth highest ranking game on, on on like their communal ranking. So wow,
1: so not just like for PlayStation, this is across no, consoles. all consoles, all decades. It's like all to- number twelve. Man, what a prestigious game.
0: Yeah, I know. And uh, if you at home want to play this game, we it's available on the PS One. We played it on an emulator. If you get, did you play
1: Tekken Five for the PS Two? I did not. I sadly, like, really, like I said in the in the opening, after college, uh, Tekken Tag I think was really Mm -hmm. the last new Tekken game that I played. I haven't played a Tekken game, new a newer one in at all, so. I think it's funny
0: that you call Tekken Five a newer one, and it came out in yeah. like two thousand three or something. Two thousand four, yeah. <laughs> like, um, Tekken Five had something called Arcade History Mode, where you can oh, go through nice. and play just a single-player arcade mode of Tekken One, Two, and Three, and it came like within the disc. So, like, if you had a PS Two, you can play Tekken Three that way, and it was also included in the PS One Classic that Sony put out a couple of years ago. Nice,
1: dig it. That's so cool
0: now i in addition to this i have uh the dolphin emulator on, on my computer and i use that to play super smash brothers melee a whole bunch and it started off as a joke in the first episode but it's just turned into a running gag at this point where after about 20 minutes of practicing any other fighting game i go huh i should just be playing smash bros i'll turn it off and go play melee instead <laughs> if you yeah. if you were having a party and you were getting together with some friends and you could only pick, you want to play Melee for the GameCube or Tekken 3. What are you bringing to the party?
1: Man, see, what's great, I have uh, my N64 like right upstairs mm-hmm. with Super Smash Brothers, and my eight year old son and I have been playing old school Smash Brothers game. Nice. Um, and he's actually getting pretty good. Um, and has he beaten you yet? Have I let him beat me? Yes. <laughs> Have he, Has he beaten me straight up yet? No, but he's he's gotten me a few times. Like, his, his his move is to just chuck every barrel and hope that he gets the hammer and just, you know, <laughs> go to town on me with the hammer. And what's funny is, like, if I beat him with a character, so if I, like, I love using Mario, so if I beat him mm-hmm. with Mario, he's like, oh, next turn on, I want to be Mario. And I'm like, well, okay, <laughs> you can do that, but he's not going to be as good for you as he was for me because you don't know the... <laughs> understand the moves um yeah but that's that's a great question mike i'm gonna say i'm still gonna go with tekken 3 just because of the the amount of time that i had spent in the tekken universe you know 18 20 years ago and playing you know with with the multi-tap and the Mm four-person local uh, like local multiplayer um I I don't know some some about Tekken man I I do love Smash Brothers I get worked in Smash Brothers though like (laughs) I you know I can beat my I can beat my kid (laughs) in Smash Brothers I can't beat many other people so Tekken I can kind of hold my own nice um I I may end up having to like (laughs) use this emulator and just play some (laughs) just work through the story or something just just to play because it's so much fun
0: I um I I don't have kids myself, but when I when I first started dating my girlfriend, her youngest sibling, her brother, I think was eight at the time, and, and he's no 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 because he's he was six at the time when we first started dating, and, and he's sixteen now, so like I I got to almost grow up with him playing video games. We're just like nice. he was a kid, and like he's looking at colleges now. He's like almost an adult, and I remember he used to like like playing smash bros with me he bought like a used street fighter game for the 360 one time used to like playing street fighter and i remember the first time like i used to like let him win so because it's not fun if you're just like destroying this little kid all the time and i remember when i don't know he was like 10 maybe a few years into it the first time like he legitimately beat me in a game and i was like what i didn't didn't let you win you beat me and then i i remember and i i told i told him this last summer i i held on to that he beat me in street fighter 4 um he he bought it for the 360 i didn't have it and he he played street fighter all summer with his friends so when i came to visit he was like mike i'm excited to play you i can beat you and like he legitimately beat me i'm like dude that's that's wild and i'm a sore loser i held that grudge for years um an arcade opened up in in town just last summer and i i they they had a street fighter 2 cabinet so i have i i have street fighter 2 at home i practiced for weeks street fighter 2 and i was like hey ed we're going to the arcade my treat it's opening day let's go hang out and like let's play street fighter just for fun and then like i i beat him and i was like you're you're almost an adult now you're 16 i can tell you this you kicked my ass one time, and I've held a grudge for eight years now. I've been practicing. I'm so glad I got my revenge. <laughs> he was like,
1: and what was Ed's response? He,
0: he was a good sport about it. He he didn't realize that. But him being like an obnoxious teenager, he was like, I can't believe you were mad for eight yeah. years. I'm so happy I made you mad. He was just, he was You're like an adult, bro. <laughs> yeah. And then he was uh, so he was like, okay, I'm just going to have to like, find a new game, get really good at it, not tell you. And then, cause it's like fun now. Cause like when he was little, it was like, and we would play video games. It was like almost, I was like watching him. I was babysitting him. But when the arcade opened, it was, I just, I picked him up and we went, it was like, I was hanging out with him he's no, like no longer yeah. a kid so it was like fun that we were like hanging out playing video games so he's like i have to find a new game i'm gonna practice not tell you and then i'm gonna kick your ass in that game next i'm like
1: all right let's do it <laughs> so now now there's like no trust at all it's like hey man have you played game xyz it's like <laughs> i'm gonna say no yeah and hope that you haven't already been playing it for three weeks <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, so just, like, um, he's kind of, like, stopped playing fighting games, and he's, like, into, like, shooting games now, which is, like, very clearly, like, not up my alley. Sometimes I'll play Fortnite yeah. with him, but he oh, he, he knows he's better than me in those games, so it's no real contest.
1: Yeah, man, I, dude, it, like, Call of Duty's first-person shooters are just, <laughs> like, I can play them if it's just for the social aspect of getting on mm-hmm. with friends, but I am horrible, like, at the multiplayer I, I, dude, my, my KDR on Warzone is like <laughs> point zero 0.04. Like I have, like, like I die a hundred times for every four kill. Like i dude, I'm, I'm trash. I, I, I am hot garbage when it comes to Warzone and Call of Duty, man. <laughs> can't do it.
0: Yeah. I'll, I'll sometimes like play Fortnite w- with like, if I'm bored and there's nothing to do. Cause so I don't play, f- I don't pay for internet on, on my PS4. So I can't don't play you? online a lot of games. You don't need to pay for online for Fortnite. So that's like the one exactly. online yeah. game I have. So I play that sometimes. But I'm not much of a shooty guy either. That's why I host the Fighting Game podcast. Nice. Yeah, then, man. yeah. The uh only I have one more question here in my notes. True. And it's if you could add anybody to Tekken 3, who would it be? It could be a character from a future game that you wanted in earlier, a guest character, or even just like, if you want to go, I want someone who fights like this and like make up a character. Like yeah. imagine, imagine you were Harada. You were in charge of Tekken three, who are you throwing <laughs> in?
1: Ah, man. Well, I-, I mentioned him already. I'm I'm going to throw it to my boy Bayek. He's in the Tekken tag games. Um, and so him and Horang together, they do Taekwondo and man, um, when I could do them and remembered them, Bayek's com- like kick combos were mm-hmm. just absolutely nasty. They are devastating. He had like one like three kick, like roundhouse kick combo that did like 65 damage if he landed all three kicks. Like they were just insane. He was such a fun character to play. Like him and Yoshimitsu were my were my two guys, and Eddie Goro was like a or Gordo was like my, my third guy. Um, but everybody kind of uses Eddie Gordo because it's like, oh, just button mash, and he's just gonna yeah. do the, you know, the, <laughs> the capoeira stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, man, I I'd, I'd love to see Bayek in this game, um, just because he's such a fun character for me, and that that it's literally like the guy that I used throughout my my tech and tag tournament days, like throughout college. So yeah, man.
0: Nice. Now, I'm looking at my notes, and that's everything I got. Is there anything else Tekken 3 or Tekken overall that that you had on the mind?
1: Because oh, the, the, floor, the floor is yours. I'm here to talk Tekken all night. Sure, appreciate it. Yeah, man, I just want to say, man, it was a blast getting back into this. I haven't played this in so long, and it was just really, really fun. Um, I'm hoping that... If you're listening to this and you haven't played it if if you're like us and haven't played it in years like man go check it out um I'd love to know anyone and everyone who watches the YouTube video what you guys think like we had fun playing it um man yeah I I don't really know what else to say man it, this was a great time it was a great time
0: <laughs> Yeah I I I had a, I had a lot of fun doing that that w- that was great So now that we're at the end of Tekken Please, the floor is yours. Tell everybody where they can find you. Find your podcast.
1: Let us know for the video game lounge podcast you can find us on apple and spotify google anywhere you get your podcast um, we're on social media at vgl underscore podcast our kind of goofy little tagline that i came up with at the at the beginning of this was "We're the podcast not here for notes and news but to talk games and drink brews so kind of every episode <laughs> we just sit we uh kind of pretend like we're kind of hanging out in a bar just with your friends talking games Talk about a beer that we're drinking, what what games we might be playing currently, and then just get into a topic or a game review. Um, Mike, you mentioned uh, at the top of the show that I was doing a Last of Us TV show reactions. Those were a lot of fun. So I did those. I just released an episode um, not too long uh, earlier this week, actually, um, where I had a podcast buddy of mine come on. We actually discussed the Last of Us show as a whole and kind of just give our like, uh, kind of final thoughts on it and that was a lot of fun and uh got a couple of cool episodes i'm excited for coming up i got one on nice. final fantasy 10 uh, which is my personal favorite final fantasy game and then one uh spoiler cast for god of war ragnarok which i'm excited nice. to release too so
0: I- i'm also excited for new episodes i, I-, I enjoyed the uh, the last of us uh dis- discussions but i'm excited to get back into into video games and not tv so yeah man i'm, exi- I'm excited for those new
1: ones Awesome. Appreciate it, man. Thank you.
0: Yeah, of course. Um, Over on my end, I have a couple people I want to thank. We have um, an an internship set up with the Camden County Community College. Uh, So this week, we have a guest of rotating people behind the scenes. I'd like to thank Mark Gable, the sound engineer, Chloe Deschanel, the editor, and Cora Jones, the producer. Um, I'd also like to thank Wes Mantooth, who now goes by the name HTML, the band for that kick-ass theme song. Go support them. Their their stuff is down below. And if you're listening to this, you already know where to find me. I don't need to plug all of that. However, I will say this is the first episode that's going on its own stream. So if you don't give a shit about comic books or the Australian kids cartoon Bluey or Energy Drinks, no worries. You don't have to subscribe to that. Owen two heroes now has its own RSS feed. If you're only here for fighting games, go the new feed is on everywhere except Apple because I have an Android phone and Apple refuses to engage with me. So I have to find someone with an iPhone to, to make an account and do all of that. But <laughs> yeah, or you can stay on the BDE feed. I, it, it's going to be in both places. So, so no worries. You don't have to change anything unless you want to. Awesome. Well, uh, John, thank you so much for coming on. I had so much fun. This was a blast. Uh, I'm sorry for all the technical difficulties, but we had a, I had a great time playing with you.
1: Oh, yeah, man. It was fun. And you know what? Technical difficulties be damned. We had a great time. I'm still smiling. Like, I had a, I had a great time. So thanks again, Mikey, for having me on, man. And uh, hopefully maybe we can have you in on VGL and we can talk about another video game, man. I it.
0: would love to. I will never say no to being a guest on a podcast. I love to hear myself talk. You can't get me to shut up. <laughs> we have that in common, my friend. <laughs> Anyways, thank you, everybody, so much for listening, and uh, we will catch you next time. Peace. See you.